Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. We don't care when you listen, just as long as you listen. Seriously. Why? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Because, oh, Julia, we just, we like friends. Why? Oh, why know. ask why? Yeah. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour two, right here on My Talk. And streaming all over the place. We're messy, girl. At MyTalk1071.com on our app. I'm Jace with Lex. Yeah, we're very cheap. And it's Friday. It's Friday. Let's roll Um, right into the weekend. Let's do it. Uh, Before we take off, uh, here's flight attendant Rita with some uh, pre-flight information. Welcome aboard. Be sure all carry-on items are securely stowed in an overhead bin. Ensure your smaller items under the seat in front of you. All exits are clearly marked with an exit sign. That's right. And please keep in mind, the nearest exit could be behind you. (laughs) That's That's true. That's right. I'm going to be on a Delta flight today, actually. So Yeah, keep your shoes on, Jason, and your socks. That's just gross. The people who take off their shoes and socks and put their feet up. That's gross. It's just nasty. That's disgusting. I mean, look, I wear, I, I have my Birkenstocks, but I'm not taking them off and putting, ugh, I do see people put their nasty, nasty paws and their hooves, their hooves on the walls, like if they're in the front and they like basically climb the wall with their hooves. Ugh, you're just gross. It's not your house. It's an airplane. At least put animal. socks on. Yeah, or something. Or something. I know that people have circulation issues, you know, and there's compression yep. socks and things that they need, but then have the socks on. Yes, that's different. I hope you don't encounter any of those people today. I hope not. I hope not. But uh, you get a yeah. gingy for me. I'll get a gingy for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be sure to do that. Oh, you that. can add some vodka to it. I'll Why do not? A bit of that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, as we sometimes do in the six, uh, seven o'clock hour, we begin the uh, the hour with one of my favorite games. Um, it's a little game, a little ditty that we call "Why the Hell Is This on the Show Sheet?" And today, it's uh, once again surprisingly brought to us by Alexis. And Alexis... <laughs> surprise, uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, Alexis has written on our show sheet the following sentence, or the following uh, thing. Beer drinking mayor pony. Repeat that back to me, people. Beer, Beer drinking, drinking mayor, mayor pony. pony. What the hell is this? Jason, I love this story. Okay. So there's a pony named Patrick who lives in the UK... And it's a small little village. It's called Cockington. It's a south, southwestern, eastern county of Devon. I knew you. What's the, what's the name of this town? Cockington. It's a great name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's where, uh, by the way, that's where international, our international home office is, by the way. That's uh, where headquarters is. That, that's right. Oh, it is. Yes, yeah, yes, that's yeah. true. That's where you have your annual meeting. Uh huh. Our our local chapter, as you know, is in uh, Golden Valley. But the that's <laughs> that's where our international. If you've ever wondered where the gay home office is, that's where it is. Go ahead, Lexington. Yeah, Lexi, sorry. Yep, UK. Yeah. Uh, well, this small town needed a mayor. Now people elected a human, of course, to do the job. But they have now also decided that they want Patrick who drinks beer in the local pub and also a support animal. I mean, think about that. You, this poor guy, he probably has heard so many things, especially with the pandemic and everything going on. Probably hears a lot of stuff. No wonder he's like, I got to get it some Guinness. 
That's his favorite. They always put a little bit of, you know, this, some stout aside for him. The and horse's favorite is? A little oh. Yeah, little Patrick. Mm-hmm. He, he likes the stout, I guess. Um, yeah, in order to get him to socialize, that's what they'd bring him to the bar. And people could pet him and feel good, you know, with the therapy you know, like the dogs when they visit the hospitals. Well, I guess he's visiting the pub. And, yeah, we'll have some Guinness. The unofficial mayor um, that was before passed away in 2019, so it was time to get another unofficial animal <laughs> up in there. And Patrick the Pony is ready, willing, and able. He's very, ah, uh, he's he he's wants that pony. beer, girl. He's yeah. A, he... He's like, I'll listen to your problems. Go ahead. Yeah, you tell me what. Tell (laughs) yours. Ooh! Oh! Oh! Somebody's bitching about potholes. That's why he's upset. Oh, yeah, that's very real right now, isn't it? Cockington has a lot of potholes. (laughs) Is that what you call them? We only call them potholes in Cockington. That's where we. That's. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, swearing in ceremony and the whole thing. They did they it all. Did. Yes, they, they did. A, oh my gosh. Yep. Oh, uh, well, hey, if it makes them happy. How big is this town again? A uh, very small. We <laughs> 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 call it a village. <laughs> How small That's is- what he said. Hey, hey, Lex, how small is the town? Very small, Just Jason. Incredibly I small. I don't have specific population numbers, Jason. <laughs> Very small. <laughs> population. <laughs> Valid question. Let me see here. Fair, good Google fair. will help no, me. No, no, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. 10K. That's 10K. good. That's a... That's a... That's a good, that's just, you know, that's an average size Cockington. <laughs> you know, that's just, that's what you want in a small town. With the beer drinking pony With the beer as drinking your mayor. Pony. Oh God. It just doesn't get much better than that. It really does not. Hey guys, uh when we come back, uh we're gonna talk some TV. Yes. Uh, yeah, finally, including uh, a show on Disney Plus I've been mentioning. So stay right there. Let's watch the two. We'll be back right after this. So we never think Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071. And we're also available completely free of charge on our MyTalk app. Listen to us later at your convenience. Just download that app, tap that app. Mm-hmm. We'll go anywhere. Anywhere. We watch TV so you don't have to. It's time for a really cool TV taste. What is this, a taste test? Taste test? I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. Well, Lex and I both have a, 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 we watch the same thing, and I I have a funny feeling we both loved it, and I have a funny feeling you are going to love it. And it is the newest offering from Disney Plus, and it is called Light and Magic, and it is all about industrial light and magic, which, if you do not know, they are, they were and are the premier special effects company 350 movies um going all the way back to the original star wars jurassic park terminator 2 harry pooter and more um you name a studio you name a movie 
that had any special effects in the 80s, 90s, and into the 2000s, chances are industrial light and magic touched it, including Titanic. Uh, so here's, we're going to, I have two clips. I have a general, general clip that gives you the flavor of light and magic and then, um, and then a portion of it specifically talking about episode one, which we watched. So here's a little bit of uh, light and magic. Visual effects create the magic that makes people want to go to the movies. Movies are special effects. We start with an empty frame. Anything is possible. As audiences see through the illusion, the bar just raises. How do we do this now? How do we make this look great? I leave it to the geniuses at ILM. It's right there in the name industrial light and magic. That's right. Um, some of the voices you just heard, uh, James Cameron, Robert Zemeckis, I'm sure you recognize mm-hmm. Spielberg's voice, Ron Howard, um, all of them have been uh, been utilizing light and industrial light and magic for years. Uh, I watched episode one, so did Lex. Lex, talk to me. What did you think? Yes, I love it. I watched a little bit of two as well. Okay. And um, wow, it's just so cool to see the team. You think of George Lucas, at least for me, I'm not as like deep dive as you are with Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but to have, to have the forethought to say, hey, I want to not only create this fantastical world, but I also want the special effects that no one are, no one's doing, I, that I'm going to create my own team, and then hiring one person who basically finds <laughs> this gang of outsiders, which is the name of the first episode of this six-series uh, uh, episode series, and that they can create this and then of course yeah like you said more than 300 movies later they're still doing it a lot of the same team you could tell just how much fun they were having and they kind of go back for all of the different creators when they were children and how they used to love movies and then make their own movies so you see that which is really cool and just that the studio you could just tell that they they really thought out of the box and thought nothing was impossible so let's just try it Beautifully said. Everything Alexis said. My talkers, you're listening to the station, so you enjoy pop culture. You probably enjoy entertainment. Um, watch this. Even if you're, you, and, and let's be very clear, this isn't about Star, you don't have to be a Star Wars fan to watch this. Um, this is about, again, Industrial Light of Magic. What I loved, Lex, and, and Colin watched this with me, and he was like, what a different time. And we're talking about the beginning of Industrial Light and Magic, 1974. He's like, what a different time. As he, It was all of his friends. It was basically who he knew. Okay, yeah. I know this mechanic. Okay, I know this guy that I worked with that can make models. I know this guy who worked with me in my student films. I know this guy who liked, you know what I mean? And then they're and, friends. And then it just became yeah. this huge gang of people. And it to see the formation of this and then to realize there was a line in it that I, Colin and I both kind of looked at each other like, Oh my God, you, you forget about it. There was a time in Hollywood where there were not really special effects. This wasn't a thing. This wasn't a thing. Even and it's illustrated. Remember that good morning America interview clip that they showed Alexis where the reporter goes, 
you know, no kid grows up going, I want to be a special effects person. And I start laughing. I'm like, wow, that's obviously 1978 because now kids are saying that, you know, they want to work on movies and video games and all that stuff. That's true. When she said the question, I was like, huh? Yeah, girl, that's yeah. But that was the reality. You're right. Here's a little bit, as Alexis said, the first episode is uh, the title of it, Gang of uh, of Outsiders. Gang of Outsiders. Here's a little bit of, you get the feeling in this next portion, uh, this next portion of the clip, a little bit about episode one and how, um, yeah, it, it came out of necessity. The company came out of necessity because George Lucas needed to figure how the hell he was going to do Star Wars. The history of ILM goes way back when I was writing Star Wars. There were no special effects houses in the world. So how are we going to do the effects? I realized that I was going to have to start a company. We didn't really know what we were doing. We were not movie people. George wanted a bunch of guys who didn't know what was impossible. We were departing from convention. We had to build equipment from scratch. This was a long shot. We make it look like a professional movie instead of a bunch of kids having fun. We realized nothing is impossible. I mean, what a great concept, Lex. <laughs> so cool. It's a bunch of, th- I love that line, Lex. They didn't know what was impossible. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like creativity through, uh, through naivety, na- na- naivety, through naivety. naivety. Thank you. Um, how great is that? There's yeah. no limit. You don't put a limit on yourself. You're not worried about what's impossible because you don't know what's impossible. You're creating it. You're creating the possible without limits. Well, that's and it's so also exciting. The, the other thing that I thought was so great because it's uh, it was a, a group of them, right? So they like fed off each other, and they would stay there all night just tinkering around yes. and trying to figure out how to do it. And he, it, one of them said it wasn't really about making money; it was about making movies. And when yes. you're around people who have that same passion, they were young in their twenties, no kids, and just playing around. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPod50 and use code JAPod50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPod50 at factormeals.com slash JAPod50 to get 50% off. And there is some tension toward the end of the film because they it was a lot of money. They mm-hmm. were rebuilt, they were building cameras from old equipment and I love that part pretty much making brand new things right so models and making it very detailed detailed and so George Lucas was kind of going back and forth because they were filming it and then he was like we need these shots and they only had two prepared for him when he came to visit and he was like look you need come on now (laughs) use the force that's all you have Yeah. yeah, so there's a little bit of tension. And what I really like what they did, at least in terms of the choices, how to make this documentary, is that in the first episode, you learn kind of about Dykstra and then some of the 
team members and friends that he brought into the fold. The second episode is really about George Lucas and how his whole life led up to Star Wars. So I'm excited yeah. for you to watch that one uh, too, Jason. I'm going to watch it on the plane today. Oh, um, it's, it's so good. Uh, it, these docu look Disney Plus. The first thing I ever watched on it, remember I named it an AbFab, was the Imagineer, uh, the Imagineering story about yes. the Disney Imagineers. They do these documentaries really well. And the team behind this, the, the director is Lawrence Kasdan, who did Empire Strikes Back. The dude in Force Awakens, dude knows what he's talking about. And Ron Howard and Brian Grazier. Um, there are good people behind this series. Yeah. Um, it's so it's so good. Uh, it's so great. And it's just fascinating. I, I it just I, thinking about the amount of movies, the magic that they have created again, as the quote was from um, James Cameron, it's in the title, industrial light and magic. They create magic. Yes. It's it's so good. And you think about how many people they've inspired to join the yes. field, this field and, you know, just moving the art form more and more. Yep. Um, and you also hear about a pivotal woman in the process in the second episode. Oh, nice. there's lots of dudes. Yeah, a lot of dudes. <laughs> a lot of dudes playing slip and slide. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah I love that. Oh. When we come back, the best Netflix series of all time. Rolling Stone has our lit has a list. We are going to see if we agree. Alexis has that. You know we love a good list. Uh, when we come back, stay with us. It's time for a Mariah Cray Cray moment. I need a moment. I need a fragrant moment. <laughs> this has been a Mariah Cray Cray moment. Just give the lady what she wants. And we yeah. all need one of those. We all need a moment once in a while, don't we? We all need a fragrant moment. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Hour two. Thanks for being here. I'm Jace with Lex and, well, just Lex. That's right. Just the two just of like, us today. Just, just, just the two of us. Nobody else is here. Uh, we love a good list. We have for years. Uh, we also like to make fun of bad lists, but we don't know what this list will be. We don't know how we're going to feel about this. Um, I, don't, I mean, uh, sometimes Rolling Stone hits it out of the park. And sometimes you're just so off because 16-year-olds are making the list. So, here we go. This list, this list, it's adorable. What's the list, Lex? All right, is there 20 picks for the best Netflix original series? Of all time, right, sweetie? Of all time, yes. Okay. So, uh, now there's only 20 on the list, so we'll just start at 20, right? Okay, so let's Sex Education. We like that show. I do. I do enjoy that show. Would it be in the top 10, though? Hmm. Maybe. Um, yeah, you know what? I liked it a lot. I really liked it. I, I don't mind this yet. We're now, let's see what going. the other... Yeah, now, if it pushes something else out, well, uh-huh. then we could have a problem with it, so... 19 is The Haunting of Hill House. We loved that. I Okay, the first one. Oof. Dawn McClain might disagree if she was here. Right. Um, You're right. We liked it, didn't we? We liked it more than Dawn McClain. Yes. So, but yeah, I, I'm I'm down with it being number 19. 18. I'm sure you watched this whole thing. The Babysitter's Club. Uh, um, <laughs> I actually did watch most of did this. Did you? Because I read all the books as a kid. Yeah. Um, and uh, I did enjoy it. But is it number 18 on Netflix's or- oh. original list of all time? And and is it better than Hill House and Sex Education? No, mm-hmm. please. No, 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 no. Number 17 is Lady Dynamic. 
Oh, Lady Dynamite. <laughs> Lady Dynamite. <laughs> That's my um, weekend show. That's my your, own that's, personal. That's Lady Dynamite. <laughs> Lady Dynamic. That's, that's Lady my Dynamic. own show. Yeah. No, Dynamite. Yeah. I did watch some of it. Funny. Did you? What's yeah. it about? Well, she is like this. Um, it's Maria Banford, and she has bipolar disorder. Okay. So um, it can be kind of weird and sad sometimes, um, but funny. So. Yeah, it only it was only one season though. So okay. back in twenty sixteen. Oh, you'll love this. Number sixteen on the list, Jace, the crown. Um, yeah, I do love it, but I will, uh, I'm gonna be very curious what's in the top five. Mm-hmm. I'm I may come back and not like that. Because okay. I I, it, I might want that to be higher. But I, yes, that's what I was thinking, because that's sixteen. Fifteen is dear white people. That ended in twenty twenty one. Squid that was good. Ga- yeah, Squid Game is is number fourteen. This is okay. the Rolling Stone list of Netflix shows. Thirteen okay. Stranger Things. What? Right. What? I thought for sure that single digits. What? Okay. See, again, sometimes. Okay, uh, let's just. Here's twelve. We'll, we'll, okay. When they see us, that was from twenty nineteen. I didn't see that. I didn't see that either. Eleven is Mine Hunter. Remember that? We watched that, didn't we? Wait a minute. Yeah, that. We loved the first season, and then after, meh. That is, that is misplaced. Mindhunter was good for a little while, but it went down the tubes. Oh. I would argue that Stranger Things' quality has actually gone up. Agreed. What are you thinking, Rolling Stone? Okay, now I'm now this is pissing me off oh, already. I can't wait to, as we get closer here. Okay, number 10, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I love that show. They're saying that is better than Stranger Things. Yeah, and Squid Game. That's crazy. Um, no. <laughs> okay. Number oh, nine, is... I know you'll like one day at a time. Yeah. I but know is we it... liked it, but is it nine? Is it no, it's not nine. I loved it, but it is not number oh my god, this is horrible. Okay. <laughs> number eight is unbelievable. A show back in twenty nineteen. Um, Tony Collette is in it. She's an empathetic cop on the trail of a serial rapist. Oh, I did watch this. This was really good. I actually don't mind this. This was okay. good. Okay, cool. Uh, number seven, Master of None, which is still going on. Aziz and Sorry. I like it. I like it. I don't is love it. Is it seven? Mm. Absolutely not. Is it better than? Okay. Okay. Number six is I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. I'm sorry, what did you say? I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. I guess it started in 2019. It's still going on right now. It's a sketch comedy. Six episodes, less than 20 minutes each. Uh, this is Explosive I... comedy bits, dumb belief and refusing to let it go. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is horrible. Ooh, number five is Big Mouth. Started in 2017. Is still ongoing. It's an animated show. Nick Kroll is in this. I've watched it, but is it five? Uh, This is horrible. (laughs) This is worse than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Number four is American Vandal. That was just a season. I've never watched that. It's uh, it's kind of a, a, a spoof on true crime podcasts. Okay. Number three, Russian Doll. Now, I've heard people say that this is really good. I've so. watched all of it. Natasha Leone, fantastic. But is, okay. it, is it number three? Mm. 
It would be in my top ten for sure. Okay. Number two, orange is the new black. I, I, I Lex, you got to help me I, with this I, one. I love this show. I, Do you agree, oh, number two? Yeah. I don't think it's number two. It's definitely in my top ten, though. Okay. But I did really, really love Orange is the New Black. I could not wait for n- new episodes. Now, number one, do you have any guesses of Netflix original series that we have not mentioned yet in the top 20 from Rolling Stone? Well, oh, it do you better have the be, in front of you? No, I <laughs> oh, don't. Okay. It better be House of Cards. Jeez. What? House of Cards not even in the top 20. It's I'm Bojack sorry. Horseman. About the horse? About that animated dramedy. Will Arnett plays a horse and he's depressed. I know that it's very popular, but is it number one? This? No. (laughs) Is horrible. Horrible. Hated it. Hated it for sure. Where's House of Cards? Where's Ozark? Where's Bridgerton on this list? Oh my God, I forgot about Ozark. You people should be fired. (laughs) Whoever did this. Where's Heartstopper? We loved that show. I would also throw in The Lincoln Lawyer because, you know, I loved that series too. I know it's only one season, but still. Okay, now. What? Now, does it make any difference? No, this is okay. I was going to say something, but it doesn't seem to be now. I've now I've clicked on it now that you revealed it. Okay. Oh no, it's just regular Rolling Stone. Okay, it's just regular Rolling Stone. Yeah. This is probably, probably <laughs> one of the worst lists. Uh, yeah, I, I thought for this, sure House of Cards would be number one. Ozark it, it number put, one. It put them on the map. I mean, granted, yeah, you got Pervy McPervy, and the last seasons weren't so great, but it made such an impact, right? We all subscribed to Netflix after House of Cards started. And then, I mean, if you weren't already. And then, yeah, Ozark. Stranger How about making Things a murderer? <gasps> That's right. Thank you, Phil Jones, for that reminder. That should be up there. Uh, okay. Wow. This this is <laughs> everybody involved should be fired. Everybody involved. The unemployment rate's low. I don't I don't care making a Especially joke about this. Y'all find another job. Yes. Yeah, you all make you'll get another job. You all should be fired <laughs> instantly. Like there there is not three strikes. You're fired instantly. Whoever put their name on this list should be fired. Yeah. Let's see. Allen. Wall. Oh, stepping wrong. Stepping wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's what your name is. Stepping wrong. <laughs> Alan, stepping wrong. You should be ashamed of yourself putting your name on this byline. This is horrible. It's not the best TV ever from Netflix. No. Mm-mm. Breaking. Uh, no, yeah, I just. Denise said Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was oh AMC. Oh, my gosh. But, oh, no, oh, but that's that was right. Breaking, that oh, was okay. AMC. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, because then you can watch it on Netflix. Yeah. But, right. It's um, original. Right? Original. Panda summed it up. What'd she uh, say? Respectfully, WTF is that list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That just ain't right. No. Okay, let's take, a, let's, let's let's take cool this commercial down. break. Let's take this commercial break to cool down. Okay. And I have a topic when we come back that's just delightful. By by design. You, you, would would oh, you like yeah. to know what it is? Yes, please. Sandy Duncan. You'll find out why I'm talking about Sandy Duncan when we come back. Did you see that report that said that your desk 
is dirtier than your toilet seat. Ew. I believe it, though. Think about it. Yeah. The back of your thighs. Unless you're peeing all over the seat, I guess. Yeah. But Just, then your uh, desk with your fingers and everybody else. Ew, Jason. I know. Wipe um, it down, everybody. Spray yeah, I, it. Literally, that's what I'm doing right now. Well, luckily my nobody new... uses that area, do they? No, but still, I can be dirty. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? Filth, uh, your yeah. own dirty self. Yeah, so I'm, I'm uh, wiping down. Wiping it down right now. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the Ew. morning. Well, yeah, welcome Wa- back to that. Yeah, welcome. Wipe down your stuff, people. Wipe down your stuff. Uh, uh, uh. I'm Jace. That's Lex right there. Hey, and it's just hey. it's just the two of us. You're stuck with just us. Yeah. Now, we do have a special guest coming up. We do. Her, her, her name is Holly Roberts. And she is our friend. Yes, she is. She's going to come deliver the dilert. The dirt alert. The dilert. I just comboed those words. You did. It was fantastic. (laughs) Um, She's going to come deliver the dirt alert because she is. uh, She's taking pity on us, Lex. Yeah, she has. She's taking pity. uh, Because nobody, uh, there's nobody else around. (laughs) Nobody else around. No one cares. And um, so she's going to help us out. She was so cute yesterday. Hey, do you want me to? I, I have a unit at home. I can easily just dial in. I'm like, yes, oh, we'll Holly. take you. We'll take we'll take anybody. And I'll do the dirt at 1220. So there you go. A little cross Perfect. promotion there, right? Well, I love it. Okay. Now, I, I meant to do this. This is how crazy th- this month is and this week and last week. Anyway, I really meant to do this. I, I should have pitched this on Monday or Tuesday. So I apologize that this is basically five days late. But we're not a news program. Who cares who's first or when we talk about stuff? Um, there is a there is a story on one of our favorite shows, like CBS Sunday Morning. Oh, of course, I missed it too. So you have to fill me in. It was a profile, and, and we've never ever ever talked about her on this program, but we're going to right now. There is a great profile on Sandy Duncan, uh, and for youngins, they're like, "Who the hell is that?" Uh, yeah. But if you're a millennial, you might, or like a an older millennial, yeah, you'll know her as the uh, aunt on the Hogan family. Yes. Other than well, that, what else do we know her from, Jace? Well, well Peter she's more Pan on Broadway, right? Yeah, yeah. Bro- People okay. got to know her really on Broadway's Peter Pan. Yeah. And uh, she was on sitcoms. She was kind of like the it girl in the seventies. She was, you know, perky. She was kind of like Katie Couric, like personality wise. So, but there is an urban legend that has been going around for decades that Sandy Duncan had a glass eye. And I got to yes. tell you, I, I believed it when she was on the Hogan family. I thought she had a, a but listen to this. It's so this is a little, this is Mo Rocca. Love the Mo. Yeah. Here's a little bit of Mo's profile of Sandy. And we'll talk about her on the other side. To New York. And I moved into this place called the Rehearsal Club, which was just for young women. Ah. It was $32 a week. I started getting work right away, which Talk about is moving to move, moving to New York. It's not always the case. And also, I couldn't audition. Never could. Still can't. I stink. She auditioned well enough, though, to book a series of commercials for United California Bank. 
I've had a real good month. Yes, sir. No complaints. You don't hear me complaining. That got her noticed for her quirky sense of humor. The impression of you as being perpetually cheerful. Did that ever irritate you? Yes, of course it did, because it's far from the truth. Don will tell you that. <laughs> Don is her husband of many years. So she auditioned, <laughs> she got these roles, and then she started to do a lot of commercials. Like I said, she turned into kind of an it girl. She got a sitcom, and then um, a health scare. Do that. Well, she can. Duncan's resilience was proven long ago. Back when she was 24, she was cast in her own sitcom on CBS. Funny Face was a hit, but three months before wrapping the first season, Duncan just knew something was wrong. And I started to get these hideous headaches that I could barely function, and then my eyes started getting, like I had Vaseline over one of my eyes, and they kept saying it was nerves, because it's my first series, and I kept going, no, I'm hyper, but I'm not nervous. I'm not one nervous doctor recommended nervous. sleep. I thought they were going to give me a shot, and I'm never going to wake up. And so she visited more doctors. Of course, there's no CAT scan and no MRI. Right, right. They didn't exist. And they found it in the surgery that there was this big tumor that was attached to the orbit of my eye. They severed the optic nerve. And that's why I have no vision. No vision at all in her left eye. And forgive me if this is too graphic, but how did they even get in there? They saw the top of my head off. I have holes and scars all over the place and then they stapled it back on. I had to wear a wig for almost a year and everyone thinks that I lost my eye and I go no I'm sorry I did it you know it, no it's not a prosthetic. As she made clear in the program for a 2008 production of No No Nanette Sandy Duncan does not have a glass eye. She wrote that in Playbill she had that in her bio on Playbill in the Playbill but despite the urban myth, I, Sandy Duncan does not have a glass eye. She had them write that in her bio in the playbill for that revival in 2009. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Well, you're right. That went around for a long time. A long time. I, like I said, I believed it um, watching the Hogan family. Wow. And she took over Valerie Harper. Did, I, the the, eye, did the eye, because she couldn't see from it, but did it? Heal. Move and I, I don't know. Okay, it didn't move maybe so that's much, why you saw. That's why you thought that maybe. Yeah, but she still doesn't have great vision. She lost her her depth perception. Yeah. Um. And uh, how old is she now? Is she? She's in her seventies, I believe, and she looks great. Seventy six. Yeah, she looks great. It's a good profile. I, I mean, that's only a minute of it. It's a good eight minute one. You should watch it, Lex. It's yeah, real. It's real back. good. It just she's you, you forget she was a she is a little bit of an American treasure oh, uh, you know on the sure. stage and and uh, in pop culture she's uh, she's up there and and you know people don't talk about her a lot and this reminded me of just how great she was and is she still I, getting I, it done is she still working or is she I think so yeah oh wow okay I love these again I love these women I love I love these women like uh, Sandy and my girl Donna Donna Mills seventies uh, and eighties man yep. Still working. Done. I would hire. I I, I want to see Sandy Duncan in something. Somebody hire her. Yeah, well, it looks like she was in Scooby Doo and Guess Who in 2020. Yeah. She played herself. Oh. Just oh, a voice okay. role, of course. Scooby Doo. Yeah. But somebody put her in a show, please. I want to see her see, see Sandy Duncan in a sitcom or something. Yeah. Somebody needs to make that happen. You know what? We're gonna make happen a commercial break right now. That's right. And then when we come back, 
I saw Wicked last night. It's here for a month in the Twin Cities. I've seen it several times. How was this cast? How was the music? How was the audience? How was the theater? Uh, what did I think of it compared to others? Uh, you're going to find out. So stay right there. We have the Dirt Alert with Holly and some good laughs right after this. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.